Nick Frost and Stephen Merchant, welcome to Absolute Radio. Hey, Hello. Thank you for having us. Uh, just in that song, you were doing some good warming up then in terms of your radio voices. Just give us yep. a little word of that again, DJ stuff. Well, Steve. I love a bit of radio. Hey, the time is fast approaching 6.30. It's Steve nice. Merchant on Absolute Radio. we got some great <laughs> classics coming out, one from Supergrass. But first, let's start. With Coldplay. <laughs> good, isn't he? Hey, he's very good. Um, he is, Nick? He's, he's, he's Mr. Mr. Broken Wings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, loving your work. Listen, let's start with the film, because it's amazing. Fighting with my family. What uh, an amazing uh, story about a girl from Norwich who made it to the WWE. You have to pinch yourself during it, watching it, that it's actually a true story. Yeah. I kind of forgot. It, it's, it's an unbelievable story, isn't it? Well, and also, you know, I'm... I was slightly ashamed that I had not even heard about this girl and her success, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a working-class girl from Norwich. You know, yeah. she's grown up in this wrestling family. I didn't know anything about wrestling, wasn't interested, perhaps the reason I didn't know anything about her. And yet she had gone to the very top of WWE, which for wrestlers is the big leagues, and she's just this this young woman from Norwich. And so I just, I, I'm really proud that we've been able to make a film which kind of celebrates that story. Was it kind of hidden in like a little Channel 4 documentary? Is that the only kind of, I mean, that's all I'd heard about it. That's how it began, yeah. And it was a documentary that I can't even claim to have seen it was seen by my dear friend everyone's dear friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. yes. <laughs> and Dwayne saw the documentary he was here filming Fast and Furious 6 it was on Channel 4 he never misses Grand Designs he was watching that <laughs> get the TV on and on comes uh, this documentary what is it like having The Rock as your boss he's the executive producer in this. so he, he technically was both your bosses in, in this film is that quite scary having The well, Rock as your I'm boss? very much like a Ronin a man with no boss uh, I'm self-employed <laughs> as an actor uh, I never <laughs> I never met I never met um, DJ Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um, I met him at Sundance like a few weeks ago. Oh, so that's the first time you met him? Yeah, and he was very cool and uh, I'd, 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 I'd kind of worked it through what I'd say and then that didn't, I'd swear, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, right, right. I ended up sounding a bit like Chris Martin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's cool. He looks great in clothes, right? <laughs> but like, you know, I don't... In I and hate, out of clothes, I, he looks great. I hate wearing clothes. But like, when I look at a, a man who looks good in clothes, you think, yeah, you look good in clothes. Yeah. And he just had that certain look, you know. He had on a great pair of slacks and like a great <laughs> roll neck sweat, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a really fine cashmere. And I was like, yeah, you look good. He's looking good. Yeah. There's nothing like a good sporting movie to reduce you to tears at the end. I think that was the thing that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Now, the is most that because that you thing. thought, what, no, that was 90 minutes of my life wasted? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that was the dream. The dream was to, you know, it is, it is funny and the family are very funny and we've, we've, you know, wanted you to be laughing for much of the movie and then by the end, getting a bit choked up, a bit emotional because it is a very inspiring, uplifting story. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, it caught us off guard a little bit. You know, like when you well up at an advert and then you feel bad for yourself, you don't fan the eyes. You know that thing that people do when they fan the eyes? There's a bit of that going on towards I'm the end. Awful cry. I cried. This is the first film I've ever made that I cried. Oh, really? you never yeah. cried before? Well, I've cried before, but I'd never been in a film and watched it in a in an edit and, in a, in a, and, and cried. I was oh, quite... wow. But I, I, I sport, as you said, sporting movies are kind of... The cry kid always makes you cry. Just at the end when he pulls the crane, you know, I'm like, I, oh, the, what's it called? The Praying Mantis? Or, Praying Mantis, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he's going to do it. Yeah. There's some uh, great performances in it, obviously, including yourself, sure. Nick. Yeah. Okay. How do you cast the van? Mia culpa. How do what? I cast one? The van. How, How do, do they cast, cast the van? van? The van is well, in that so often. Do you go to, like, do you pick up Auto Trader and kind of think, right, I'm making this film, uh, <laughs> the family have this beat-up van... Yeah. How do you cast the van? I've not been asked that question yet. <laughs> How many vans I appreciate that. Finally, someone's asking me about the van. How many vans did you see? 
<laughs> I Van must have Kessling. auditioned so many vans. I mean, we had transits, we had all sorts coming in. Um, no, the truth is that what one of the benefits of this is obviously that it's a real family. Yeah. So I went up to meet them, I hung out with them, I saw their van. You're not wow. telling me and that's And then you're looking van. to match the van that they have. And it's not their actual van. In fact, their actual van is a sort of dirty white. We've gone more of a dirty blue. Oh, so yeah. it's not 100% <laughs> based based on reality. Accurate. There's a little yeah, bit of a oh, Hollywood license. Hollywood. I know, it's based on a true van. <laughs> it's based on a true van. Based on a you do need a disclaimer at the end, guys, I have to say. Uh, talking about real life, uh, obviously Nicky Prate, uh, Paige's dad, Ricky yeah. Knight. Yeah. Uh, in terms of watching him as an actor, then you, you're going to portray him. What an amazing bit of source material to work with. What a character. Yeah, he's an amazing person and he's a fantastic person to play as an actor. Did I you think. go and meet him and stuff as I well? I didn't meet him. I'm going to meet him tonight for the first time and I'm kind of nervous because if he didn't like it, I think he's going to do that. That handshake, you can feel your knuckle <laughs> pop out of his <laughs> bearing. He's an amazing. He reminds me of that guy that used to go monster, monster ish, ish type thing. What was that guy called? What's that? Do you remember? He was like a, he was like a publicist, and he had a. Uh, cigar, and he used to go monster, monster. Oh yeah, Eric I know Hall. You mean. Yes. Eric Hall. Eric Hall. He's got an Eric Hallness about him. I think yeah. he. That'll sell the movie to the kids. Thanks for that. <laughs> One star. <laughs> the van, the Transit Van Weekly. <laughs> we are. We're ruining your he's, film. I don't know. He's a passionate father, and I yeah. think I didn't. That's all I had to know, really, to be him. That he. That's his. That's what he fights for. He fights for his family, um, and. He puts it all out there and he doesn't care who knows who knows it. You know, I love that. Well, I, I tell you, the amazing thing about it is that obviously the WWE is amazing. Uh, WrestleMania, what a spectacle. It's brilliant. But there's something equally in, endearing about uh, the grassroots British wrestling yeah. scene where people are, you know, you're packing it up. You're in a, you're in a leisure centre. You've got to pack all the kit up and get yeah. into mm. the van that we've mentioned earlier yeah. on as well. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this is as much about wrestling in America as it is about uh, hobby enthusiasts in, in Britain, I guess, the film. That's right. But I would also like to, to emphasise that it's you don't need to like wrestling to enjoy this movie. I didn't yeah. know anything about wrestling before. Before I started this project. How did you get yourself up to speed then? I did a lot of uh, research, genuinely. I hung yeah. out with the real family, uh, spent a lot of time with their van, just looking at it from all <laughs> angles, a lot of, lot of pictures. Um, but uh, yeah, spent time with them, went to WrestleMania in America with uh, my dear friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, and that was extraordinary. I mean, and actually, that was the time when I, my appreciation for it finally. Uh, kind of f f blossomed because before I just it all seemed so weird to me. What is this thing? And then when you see hmm. it live and you see this mix of athleticism and showmanship and stunt work and choreography and a lot of humour as well, and someone had described it to me as soap opera in spandex. <laughs> I was like, yes, now it makes sense. And so I've become a fan uh, over time. But it was important to me that we make a film that was appealing to both wrestling and non-wrestling fans. Yeah. But you don't have to be interesting. You're quite right. I mean, my, my only wrestling would, would have, not, not me myself, would have been watching Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks yeah. back in the day. Same as me, yeah. That's about it for me. Mm. I do love my sport. Um, do, would you would you say there's like a, a glaring sporting movie you'd like to try and do next? What's the next one I off the line? I think I'm, I still have a flavour for wrestling. I always wanted to do a, a Giant Haystacks um, Big Daddy biopic. Yes. But I think in, uh, people say, well, it's not really international as a film, but I don't I don't know. I don't think you should care. Just it was weird when no, I was reading up about this. There, there was saying that there's a bit of a stigma. You're worried that there was a stigma attached to doing wrestling movies. Like there's something. It's a difficult thing to pull off. Not, do, you, do you think I'm, that's the I'm, case? I'm talking about as if I'm the filmmaker, but I think people just assume that you would have to be into wrestling to like a film with wrestling in it. But you know, I'd, I'd argue, you know, you don't have to like the thing you're. What you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think I, the, I was always thinking about movies like um, Billy Elliot. 
I mean, he wants to be a ballet dancer, but mm. you don't need to like ballet mm-hmm. to be rooting for this kid. Yep. Um, you st- I don't even, I would argue, you don't even need to like boxing to enjoy Rocky, you know, because in the yep. end it's about a guy and his dream and his relationships. And so those were kind of examples and models for, for me making this film. If is you that- like family and humans and, and vans, then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any or all of them. If you don't like yeah. any of those things, you're not someone you want to hang we around with. We don't want you in the cinema if you don't exactly. like any of those things. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Nick, you got to kind of relive your youth in terms of you, you, you grew up with a passion for wrestling. Everyone used to pretend to be a wrestler on the schoolyard. Mine was Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. Who, who were you back in the day? What, my own wrestler? In your, in, uh, the, the wrestler you used to emulate in the schoolyard? Oh, I don't know. We wasn't that kind of... I mean, I think now I have a wrestler called Cockney Lump. And that's who... That's, <laughs> that's my alter ego in terms... In the ring. So I think I'd always like to be Cockney Lump. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Stephen, you got a wrestler? Alter ego that you could do? I have, thank you for asking. I um, <laughs> One of the things in my research I discovered, uh, DJ, did I mention I'm friends with The Rock? Yeah, you He it, told yeah. me that an important aspect of uh, developing your persona is you take a part of yourself, you dial it up to 100. Right. And I thought, well, what am I? I'm a British writer, so I would come out dressed as Shakespeare. Oh, yes. I'd have the white ruff around the neck, but shirtless. Um, I would say things like, to beat you or not to beat you, that is the question. <laughs> Love it. And uh, my finishing movie, you like this, you've heard of Hamlet. Oh, I. Oh, it's the finishing movie. He's pulled out a skull, and the fans are like, it's Yorick! <laughs> and, um, and, I, and, I, and, and, and my finishing movie is Slamlet. Oh, my God. Oh, this is good. Very like good. WrestleMania beckons. I think I, I didn't realise, because I... I'd heard your alter ego, but I'd never heard that you were shirtless. Yeah. I'm always just something new, which yes. I'm loving. Yes, now but he's I, interested. You, you could almost have the sonnets tattooed all over you, like it's scra- <laughs> in script. It would be kind of amazing. You're a new celebrity tag team. Yes. I think it would we work. Tag up, yeah, I think it'd be great. Cockney yeah. Lump. Yeah. And, the and uh, Shakespeare well, guy. My, my name is Merchant, uh, of Merchant, of, the Merchant of Menace. Oh, my God. Oh, this is Clay on the Merchant better. of Venice, all right? Come uh, on, guys. Uh, go, oh, I never got that. When, hey, we, get, when we get people on this show, we always try and get a, a bit of advice from them. And, and Richie and I are about to embark on a uh, chip shop tour of the United Kingdom. Finally. In That's, a van. We're going to get a van. That is radio gold. <laughs> it is radio gold. Uh, is, any advice? Just we're going to try and uh, sample as many fish and chips from up and down the country as we can. What do you look for in a great fish and chips? Or in a good chippy? Um, I don't like it when they put it into a box and by the time you get home, the steam that has accrued in the box makes the batter soft. Yes. Um, I'd point. also say sample a sausage and batter in each location. It's not I'm, just about fish and chips. I am so glad you've said that because that is something I've tried to put across to the committee organising yeah. the tour. Yeah. It's where not just the, about the fish and where chips. Where is the tour stopping? Can I? We're, going, we're, going, we're open to suggestions. We're going around the country. Can I say something really controversial? Oh. And I'm going to alienate a lot of the listeners here. Go on then, Merchant of Menace. Well, I just think in, 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 the, for the, in the interest of honesty, yeah. do you know where the best fish and chips was that I've ever had? Where? This is going to shock you. France. Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver. And I'll tell you really? what it was. I'll tell you why. Because they put a little bit of, uh, and this is going to shock you, but just bear with me. Go on. They put a little bit of sort of Thai spices into the batter. Oh. Very subtle. It was very subtle. Just add a little zing that I thought. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, I'm Nick, sorry, mate. Sick of this. <laughs> You've changed. I'm done. It was terrific. It was excellent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I thinking you were going you were gonna suggest some kind of cod lot or what you've had in Bristol or something like that. No, nothing like that. Do you know what? I remember years ago, I, my for the first time, my parents sent me to get the uh, fish and chips from the fish and chip shop, and I and I'd always gone in there with my dad saying, "Yeah, we'll have two cod lots." And I went in, I said, uh, "Can I get two cod pieces, please?" <laughs> oh, how everyone laughed. I'm not sure our budget's going to stretch the Vancouver. <laughs> oh, we can a, get over there. If you there. get a chance, I mean, I know that again, it's going to alienate a lot of people, but. Try the fish and chips in Claridge's. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> you too. Oh, uh, you get it room service. You get the mushy peas. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> well, I think it's important you have the mushy peas, and I would suggest also a pickled onion. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. That's a curveball. Yeah, pickled egg? No. Would you go as far as a pickled egg? I've never had a pickled egg. I've never pickled... I've never but I'd pickled like egg. an onion. I love a pickled onion. 
Yeah, I've never tried one in my entire life. No. Not, not one from a You've chicken. never had a pickled onion? My dad does pickled onions. Yeah. Uh, he's known in the, in the local area as the pickled onion guy. But I've never, I've never bought one from an actual chippy. Well, they're always a slightly larger is, than you'd get in the This is exciting. This is really fan... I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> You're in. He's yeah. in. We've got him in. Well, listen, the movie Here's is Coldplay. fantastic. <laughs> it's Coldplay. Uh, the, music, uh, the movie is fantastic. Five of my family, uh, Nick Frost and Stephen Merchant, thank you for coming in to Absolute Radio. Thank, thank, thank you, you for, for having us. us.